BB for sure. VB, BB <laughs> or BV? BV. I have both, like always. Combo. Yeah, this is uh, introducing the queen of yeast. Pew, 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 pew. Elizabeth Foreman. <laughs> queen of yeast. We are recording. Oh, hello, it's me. The queen I of yeast. I need a brownie, sorry. That's probably why I'm so yeasty. <laughs> no, I think that Jeremy Knight might not be washing his penis properly. Oh. I don't, it's not his penis. If anything, it's like his fingers from smoking like seven packs of American spirits a day because his fingers are like brown. Possibly. Okay, maybe <laughs> no finger really. rule. Um, by the way, this is the TMI episode of ThoughtCast. Yeah. So this is episode five, which is really exciting. And in uh, true quarantine style, um, we're having technical difficulties. Otherwise, Liz would just be at my house because she also lives oh, near true. me. So people are just going to have to deal with the shoddy sound quality. And since we can just talk about whatever we want, my favorite YouTuber is Mia Maples, okay? She is the purest Canadian maple leaf sugar-coated gumdrop what is her in website? the whole world. What does she talk about? It, she just does, like, um, clothing hauls and makeup stuff. And I don't watch anybody like that. Yeah. But this girl makes me feel like the whole world is okay. Oh. And her whole family gets in on it. That's and, fun. like, her mom is adorable. And what was I? Oh, yeah. In every single episode, she's like, oh, sorry about this echo right here. And, like, nobody would ever notice. And I'm just like, oh, Mia, you're so pure yeah. every time. And so now I feel like I'm just like Mia Maples because I'm apologizing for something that nobody cares about. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I am finally just like me. I can come. <laughs> how, how are you, Bishu? I'm doing well. Um, I was saying I don't think I need to prepare much for this episode because I just naturally probably have too much information at all times. Yeah, so that's true. And um, I wanted Liz to come on when I thought of having like a TMI episode is because Liz is the most TMI person I've ever met. And the first time I met her, well, (laughs) she followed me on Instagram and then she was moving to uh, New Orleans. So then we met up one time and then I didn't see her again. We only met up for like 10 minutes or something at a gay bar. And then I didn't see her again until we were working together. And so I didn't really have a good, like, feel for her at all. But she walked up and she's like, oh, my God, I think I just had a miscarriage on that (laughs) French guy's lap. (laughs) And I was like, we're best friends. Okay. But when you're in your early 20s, who really knows if you're miscarrying or just having your period? It could be either or. It's a (laughs) 50-50. but i was yeah yeah, i was like we're best friends now and basically everything she says you're you have to like drop your jaw for a second and be like wait a second yeah where in your life did you become this way to where you think like you either don't give a fuck yeah that you want to share this kind of stuff i think partially she's into shock value and i think it's also because both of her parents are um therapists oh that's crazy do you want to tell us yeah. a little bit about yourself um <laughs> tell us yeah, how you feel about I guess that. both of my parents are therapists like my parents met and my mom was a therapist and my dad wasn't and she like converted him into being a therapist which Ooh. is weird 
And <laughs> I don't know, like, they were always like, no, oh, shit, my dog just ate an entire brownie off the coffee table. <laughs> it's okay. It's Rocco! Okay. <laughs> but... but uh, yeah, and my parents were, like, very anti-sex work, and, like, we always talked pretty openly about stuff. Like, we made a lot of... My parents have a pretty, like, dark, gross sense of humor, <laughs> but they're still, like, kind of conservative prudes, which is a weird... Combination. Um, juxtaposition, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, like, I was always kind of weird and, like, like had a funky personality and like people made fun of me because they thought I was weird and now I'm just like disgusting yeah people like it because it's funny and because you're really hot and you're really oh. smart and you're like jokes on you bitch I have bacterial vaginosis and I could steal your man I would like a discussion well, on the differences and the similarities I want her to tell oh, a couple oh, of specific really anecdotes so. when I was in jail I got um vagina sick as I call it oh. and I was like oh my god I definitely have BV and Everyone is like, well, how do you know it's BV and not a yeast infection? And I'm like, because they're very different. Yeah. And, like, any woman who's had vagina sickness is, like, aware of the vast differences. Like, I can immediately tell. Yeah, By yeah, the, yeah. like, this is gross, but, like, the by smell? The, the smell and the consistency of your discharge. Okay. It's, like, obvious. This is really gross, but, like, do you want me to go into I details? Absolutely. I am absolutely doing I'm so well, glad Bijou's like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm on the edge yeah. of my fucking right now. I totally... I went to the like, three weeks ago, and I told her, I was like, I have BB and the yeast infection. Like, I'm positive. Yeah, she's double. Like, well, how do you know? And she's like, well, I don't think you have BB. It's probably just the yeast infection. Have you tried Monistat? And I was yeah. like, no, bitch. Like, that's how you got a medical degree? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, a yeast infection is like you have clumpy white discharge like your discharge is thick and yeah can be kind of pasty and it's like chunky like they say it looks like cottage cheese i say clam chowder it really depends on the severity of the situation <laughs> okay and if you have no smell at all or like a mild regular vagina smell like the kind of like acidic like, yeah you know just a little hard smell like, after you've been to the gym and your pussy kind of stank. Mm-hmm. Um, and then BV is, like... Fishy. First of all, you straight up smell like fish. Okay. Like your pussy straight up smells like fish. And then you have, like, this gross, watery discharge that's, like, green and watery, but also chunky, but, like, in a grosser way. I should really have, like, an honorary gynecologist license, like... <laughs> As autistic people, we are knighting you with one right now. Congratulations. You are actually Thank now, you. you're a gynecologist now. And also, We're, if you have gonorrhea or chlamydia, you probably won't notice. Yeah, dude, I had or I had chlamydia, and I only had it because I did a freaking, uh, t- like, what is it called? Like, a survey where they asked me a bunch of questions about, like, weed smoking, and then they're like, we're also going to give you a drug test or like a, 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 you know, an STI test. And then they were like, by the way, you have chlamydia, but here's like your $25 gift card to target for like completing. <laughs> That's amazing. So I was like, cool. But you know what? They actually gave me the treatment for it. They were like, you can come back in two days and we have a doctor here. And I was like, sick. Okay. Like, wait, where was this? In Rhode Island because it's cool over there. 
Oh my God, you guys, just so you know, I really want to kill myself. So I'm moving to Colorado. I told Liz that she goes, haha, that's funny. I wanted to kill myself when I was in Colorado. I'm like, okay, well. Freaking, uh, there's like a tweet that was like, moving to Colorado is like the men's version of like cutting your own bang. (laughs) Dude, there are so many hot guys in Colorado. I am here for it. I'm going to move to a town with 18,000 or 6,000 people so that I can drive into Denver or one of the bigger cities Uh to dance. And um, I am going to find a fucking brawny paper towel man. So aren't you going to marry? um... Nope, you can't say that. Okay, we're not going to (laughs) marry. That's a TMI, TMI. (laughs) Because what if he listened? Plus, boys don't get to know when I'm planning on marrying them. Yeah, I I wasn't going to like. I was just going to say like the. the, the, You're like, weren't you? I'm sorry, I should have given you more credit, but I wasn't sure if you were trolling me or not. No, you know? that was understandable. I think it was safe to cut me off just because, you know, it affects your, your planning. So. No, because he has to, it's gonna, I'm going to spring the wedding on him. He doesn't know. Got it. Okay. So. Liz <laughs> knows normal. that I'm like this too, so. She's on anyway. surprise. So, okay, so what else involving vaginas? Like, for me personally... I was going to say, like, I love smelling my vagina, like, all the time. I don't know if anyone does that. I I, I smell mine. She's smelling hers right now. (laughs) Let's all smell our vaginas. I haven't showered today, so... I'm gonna well, I'm using baby wipes because I don't have any toilet paper, but for some reason there's plenty of fucking baby wipes and adult... um, Smells pretty good. I feel like I, I got BV and a yeast infection again because I was using baby wipes instead of toilet paper because of oh. the toilet paper crisis. But also, it's probably because I was using coconut oil as lube. Oh yeah, they say. You're what did you good. say recently, Liz? It was. Let me see. It was pretty adorable. Um, <laughs> I have to scroll up here. You said that your pussy wall is just so um, delicate that if someone breathes on it, you get. I said, what did you I said say? my vaginal my vaginal flora is so <laughs> fragile that if someone like breathes on it or blows on it, I just have an infection. Yeah, yeah. You know. I've literally like every single time I talk to Liz, it's like, hey, how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm writing this papers for my masters. Yeah, I have a yeast infection. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeremy is being a crazy hypochondriac, and my mom <laughs> punched me in the face. Also, I think I have BV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very accurate description of me. No, but the best thing about you is that you're like you have everything like so to- together, and then you're also like a tornado at the exact same time. Like I don't know anybody who has as many degrees as you that's your age, or who has as many um, yeast infections. So both. <laughs> <laughs> or who wakes up drunk in front of the police I, station. Also, another another part of me now is like I'll always be like, yeah, when I was in jail, I loved it. When I was when I was in jail, when I was leaving, like they were like discharging me or whatever, and I had BV super bad. <laughs> Discharge. I to, yeah, I had to wipe my pussy with the rag. Like they don't even give you a full size towel; they give you a washcloth and expect you to dry your whole body with it when you shower. Yeah, and um, so I just kept wiping my pussy like my bv discharge with this fucking face cloth and then when i was leaving <laughs> all the girls want to like claim 
your stuff because they don't, you know, they it's only get one of everything. Yeah. And this girl that stole my scrunchie, um, <laughs> more on that in a minute, she was like, hey, are you going to use that towel? And I was like, you can have it. Oh, because she <laughs> but, stole your scrunchie. Well, she didn't really steal it. She came up to me in the, like, common area, and she was like, hey, white girl, I like that scrunchie. <laughs> she was like, she's like, you gonna give me that scrunchie? And so I was like, yeah, I don't see any, I don't see any problems here. I'll, yeah. <laughs> but then I was leaving jail, and I was taking my uniform off, and I wiped my, like, nasty BV pussy juice all over <laughs> the uniform, which was, like, a maroon color, and then I gave it back to them. <laughs> Can you so, can you tell about how you um got to go to jail for oh, your I first like and only your first and only time ever? Oh god, yeah, I like was so wasted and like just like drove when I shouldn't have. Like someone oh. dropped me off at like I went out for one drink and people kept buying us shots of Jameson. And then, yeah. like, someone drove me to my house, and then I was, like, asked them to take me back to my car so I could drive, and they did. And then <laughs> I got in my car yeah. and hit a pole yeah. and, like, totaled my car, and the whole time they were, like, trying to arrest me, I was, like, screaming and, like, <laughs> spinning around and, like, flailing, and I was, like, I'm not even drunk, like, <laughs> and then I just kept, like, chastising all the cops for, like, not even passing their GED like I was oh. so mean like I was like what do you have like a GED like yeah <laughs> as I'm like handcuffed to the gurney like a mental patient yes yeah it was so upsetting but I get a, like so Liz is getting her master's degree at Tulane and like now a second one or something and she's also a stripper and like a raging slut Hallie. And I'm just kidding. She she loves her boyfriend very much, but that doesn't mean she's not a raging slut. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm a slut though. Like everyone thinks that because when I used to drink, like I would get like flirty that I'm a huge slut. But I oh. actually like haven't even banged anyone really in New Orleans since I got here, except for like two of the bartenders from the Ace Hotel pool and, <laughs> and uh, two other people. Which I am banned from the Ace Hotel pool, actually, from fucking too many of their bartenders and then making a scene about it and then also getting my butthole figured in the pool. (laughs) 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 It was Memorial Day. And then my other other TMI story. That's a good one. Later in the same day. Yeah. And it was like, I wasn't even in the middle of the pool. Like, I wasn't, you know, in the deepest part. I was sitting on the stairs. (laughs) 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 At least you were at a classy joint. I mean, the Ace Hotel is nice AF, so it's fun. I mean, yeah, they hire way too many hipsters. And it's just like, it's I think they, yeah, like, and it's like, if you don't want me to sleep with all these douchebags, stop hiring them. Yeah, that's a, that's their problem, really. 
That's my favorite, cool. one of my, because I want to just like be pushy about some of the stories that I want Liz to talk about. Got it. Just to kind of get our ball rolling. Um, I'm into it. I really like about when your parents came to visit and you can't, because they're from Ohio <laughs> and you, you came out to them as a sex worker slash stripper and um, you brought them to the strip club. <gasps> okay, yeah. So my parents, like, got drunk off, like, two Bud, two bud Lights while I was, like, slamming shots in the background. And I was like, they had to pee. So I was like, oh, it'll be funny if I let them pee at the strip club that I work at. Because then they can, like, see. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, like, what it's like, actually. And so I take them to the strip club. And my dad goes to use the bathroom. And I go pee with my mom. And my mom is like oh my god like do you get off on the floor and take your top off and roll around on the ground and of course I was like no <laughs> and then so my dad comes out of the bathroom he's standing there and he looks like you know Steve Buscemi like his eyes are about to pop out of his head <laughs> and then my mom goes up to all of the door guys and like the security like the floor host and she's like Elizabeth was never abused as a child, oh, you know, like, God. we loved her very much, she was never abused sexually or <gasps> physically, and we're trying to be really, really supportive of this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, everyone just thought that was so funny. <laughs> well, it's the most, like, it's just like a movie, I swear. Yeah, that's a good, like, scene. Like It really yeah. is. Oh, it's yeah, definitely interesting. That was a good story. Yeah, I'm appreciating like Chelsea's decisions to like like decide which stories to tell here because oh, yeah, <laughs> into them all of them. So they're good. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like I don't know. I love Liz so much, and like I don't know. She like scares me in all <laughs> the good ways and the bad ways too. Like equally. Like I don't know anybody else like that who I'm just like power. so Your power. Yeah, like, I'm so proud of her, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's so responsible and smart. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on, like, at the <laughs> exact same time? And there's, like, lots of younger dancers that I'm around, but, like, Liz stands out because nobody is as, like, badass on top of things and as badass a train wreck at the exact same time in the best way, like a beautiful train, Yin and yang. you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, like, the 20 – how old are you? Um, 22. Right. It's the 22-year-old I wish I was, yeah, in a way, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, so, she reminds me of when I was 17 and 18 and 19 and in Japan and just, like, fucking every famous Japanese guy that I could. I guess that's a TMI story. I can share that, like, basically the third person I ever had sex with when I was 17 was, like, one of the most famous Japanese boy band members was and actors. Good? Of all time. Oh, my God. I have, like, a whole album and a half about this guy. Like, yeah, I was I so in love with him. Or sex stories, like TMI sex stories. Yeah, I'm so he, okay, he, had me, he had me lick his butthole when I was 17. And, like, I now am a serial butthole licker. <laughs> and the thing was is that <laughs> Japanese guys. It really <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Liz? <laughs> It's the other white meat. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the thing is, is that Japanese guys and European guys, they all have access to bidets. It is in their culture to oh. use bidets all the time. 
So it's never going to be a thing like with the guy that I was seeing in Louisiana last year where I licked his butthole and I've had his shit in my teeth twice. Like, it's a very crunchy thing. No, but, like, listen, it's just like you you go for a lick and then there's just, like, this gravelly kind of crunch and this really strong, like, dirt taste. And it's really not that bad. Listen, okay, I love that guy a lot. I'm just saying, like, I was like, oh, my God, I think I got some of your shit in my teeth. And he was like, oh, babe, you know I took a shit at the bar. Oh. I was like, oh yeah, I know. Anyway, but this problem never happened in Japan or in, in Europe because, yeah. guys, everyone's asshole is pristine. Yeah. And, like, I just love, like, lifting up a guy's fucking butt and like licking their butthole i just feel like they're so violated and like they Mm -hmm. love it too and when i've licked people's butts who didn't request me to like obviously i get like some form of consent bijou already knows that i have like a semi-consent a a semi non-consent yeah let's just call me rapey i feel like any guy that like uh, severely overreacts about you licking their asshole is actually in the closet. Abs- I mean, yeah. If you if you freak out about it, it's like you could just be yeah. like, no, I prefer to not. You know, like, um, the well, day. the last guy was like, um, oh, I've I've only had a girl lick my butt one time. I didn't like it. I really like it when you do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's because I'm a fucking Good. lesbian, and <laughs> I know how to lick pussy, so I know how to lick your ass, like. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Liz's story now about uh, yes, um, about what about I, ass licking? Or there was a sex about, story that you said, a TMI sex story. Yeah, I do have one of those, and it's it's a real good one. But before that, you on ass, ass licking, yes, uh, it was the other day. Like my boyfriend and I were having sex, and he started licking my ass, and then he like stopped really abruptly, which was weird because like my ass was clean, like I had just like washed it, and he later he's like. Yeah, I stopped because your asshole tasted like curry. (laughs) Oh my god, maybe you had a little a slip fart. Yeah, and he was like, I mean, he said it was you tasted like pad thai. (laughs) I was like, ew, that's really gross. And he's like, no, I love curry. (laughs) He said it was just too much of a distraction. Oh, he loves you. But, oh, he um, he adores her. He forehead kisses her when he's proud of her. It's like oh, <laughs> it's adorable. But yeah. Actually, my gross TMI sex story, which is probably the grossest story I have, is about him. And uh, it was actually like out. Like, okay. By the way, this is a bartender at one of the strip clubs I worked at for like three years. And okay. I basically never spoke to him until after she was like, I'm in love yeah. with Jeremy. It was like this whole thing. And then I'm also in love with Jeremy now because he's oh. just a fucking weirdo and very pure. And like, I wouldn't have gotten to know him if it wasn't for her. But this is still weird because it's like my coworker, but also yeah. great. So like this story is like why we can't have kids. Because if I told them this story, it would be like Bad. of how we met. Yeah. But, um, so, like, I started working in New Orleans, like, right before Memorial Day, and, like, uh, basically just, like, saw him, wrote my number on a napkin, like, mm-hmm. a few days later, I knew he was going to be at this Memorial Day barbecue, so after I was done getting uh, my ass finger blasted in the pool at the Ace Hotel, yes. I went to... <laughs> 
<laughs> I went to this crawfish boil, and, um, like, he was there, and he was there with another girl, actually, and I was there with another guy who I, like, had no interest in, but was- <laughs> Wait, who like, was the girl he was with? It was just another dancer, but they're, like, just friends, and they, like, never even hooked up or anything. I don't even know. I think they were just, like, there at the same time. Oh, okay. I was with this guy that was, like, stalking me, and, like, Mm. yeah, whatever. But, um, everyone proceeds to get, like, shit-based on PBR and Jameson shots, and then, like... Classy. Um, I... I'm like, hey, like, we should grab a drink after this. Like, let's meet in the quarter. So I go to the quarter, and I tell the other guy I'm with, like, I, I ditch him, basically. Like, I lie to him and tell him <laughs> I'm meeting a friend, a girlfriend. Yeah. And so, you know, Jeremy comes to meet me at the bar. I don't even think we have a drink because we just wanted to get our bone on, I guess. I don't oh. know. The other guy comes out of nowhere sees us together, catches me in the lie, starts a fight in the middle of the street, and then we just, like, leave, me and Jeremy, and we're, like, making out sloppily the whole (laughs) way back to his house, and then we get to his house. Little did I know, he's been on mushrooms and LSD for a month. For a month. So he's, like, out. Jeremy is special. You would really like him, though. And so he's... Not only drunk, he's, like, tripping balls the entire time we're having sex. I don't even remember the sex. I remember it was good. Oh. I remember the ass licking. But, so, like, we have the sex, whatever. I, whatever. I was blacked out the whole time. And then he he's walking me back to the quarter at, like, fucking one in the morning. Yeah. And we get into a fight. I don't even remember about what. And I was like, you're a fucking retard. And he got upset and left me in, like, the ghetto by myself. And I was, like, walking back to the corner. And this crackhead finds me. And he's like, I'll walk you back. And I was like, okay. So then when we get to the French Quarter, he's like, do you want to smoke? And I was like, sure. So he hands me, like, a pipe. And I thought it was, like, a glass blunt. And I accidentally smoked crack. Oh. And, um, which I have done on multiple occasions, always accidentally. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I think that New Orleans is a really dangerous place for young girls to party. I'm just going to say that. If you are a young woman... Do not party alone or with other young women or in New Orleans. Yeah. I've gotten yes. the only time I've ever gotten drugged in New Orleans was at a gay bar. So yeah, you know what? A lot of the gay bars. <gasps> um, yeah. Oh my but, god. So and then I I was working at the country club at the time, the pool, the gay like pool restaurant place. Oh. And so like a few days start to pass, and I'm starting to get really like itchy. And just, like, really itchy, like, really bad. And I'm, like, okay, like, I think I have a yeast infection. Or I'm, like, allergic to the condoms or the spermicide that he used or whatever. So, like, a week goes on like that where I'm just, like, miserable. And then I'm at work one morning, like, the Saturday after. And I, like, felt like I had to take a shit. So I was, like, okay. Like, so I go to the bathroom (laughs) and I'm just, like, trying to take a shit and... This is so disgusting. I'm ready. I'm um, so excited. I, I'm, like, pushing, and so I feel something starts to come out. The condom. Not of, not of my asshole, yeah. And so I see this, like, pink thing start to come out, and I think, oh, my God, my vagina is 
like prolapsing like it's falling because <laughs> it looked like and I was and so I started screaming and then the other people in the bathroom started screaming and then just I pulled this condom out and it's just like at that point it had been a week so it smelled oh. disgusting oh my God. <laughs> and I was just like do you know how like much she had to fuck that condom into my vagina that it stayed in there for a week that's true like he literally left it in there and then kept fucking me and then just like and i was like i texted him and i was like you didn't think you could you should tell me that there might have been a condom in my pussy and he's like i thought you knew (laughs) what do you mean i thought you knew jeremy come on sent a follow-up text saying by the way BTW. By the way, did you ever get that condom out? And, like, honestly, to this day, like, that's still the most horrific yeah. thing. Uh, like, I, like, I've had an abortion, and that was still the most horrific thing to Dang. happen to me vaginally. It was so disgusting. It <laughs> happened to me vaginally. <laughs> no, I have, I have, like, the worst PTSD from that. Like, every time I go to pee or take a shit, I'm oh. always afraid that a, I'm always afraid that a condom is going to come out. And yeah. honestly, this story makes Jeremy seem like a piece of shit, but he's actually, like, so sweet he and like fresh. He and stuff, yeah. No, he's yeah. just, like, like the most... So. That's hard. That's his whole personality oh, is that he's done too is. many psychedelics. <laughs> Well, because he's done so many psychedelics, like, he, like, we'll be out somewhere, and he'll be like, the woman next to me is ovulating right now. And I'll be like, I'll be like, are you on drugs? And he's like, no, the smell is palpable. <gasps> that's so wild. I've heard that that's yeah. a thing, though. Yeah. He's, like, a very yeah. sensitive man who wears, all I can think about is that video of him, like, wearing a, just a vest and, like, playing the recorder. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a melodica. Oh, oh, oh. Melodica or whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. No, um, whatever. <laughs> Actually, he, play, he plays that during intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not. I believe No, it. he doesn't. That oh. would be weird. Okay. I, was, I mean, weird. He's yeah, weird even for me and Beige, we're like, no. <laughs> oh, That's my perfect. Gosh. I love Jeremy. I'm so glad you guys are getting married and you're going to have a strip club wedding. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if either of us are really believing in, like, marriage or kids or the whole thing anymore. We might just, like, be together forever and, like, never get married or have kids. Yeah. Honestly, I'm too fucking Taurus for that with my <laughs> Cancer Rising shit, like, and, and my Pisces Venus. Yeah. Right. No, I'm yeah. fucking getting married. We're having a fucking ceremony officiated That's by drag so queens. The whole traditional thing. a little person. You're not supposed to call them midgets Oh, anymore. true, true. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed yeah. to say that. I have, I've been not saying midget for a really long time, especially since I'm really attracted to little people. Mm. Um, here's a fun TMI. Not really TMI, just random. But I was at, like, this pizza place in New Orleans with two of my friends. And it's, um, what is that, 10 foot 8? Or what is it, Liz? You know what it is. On what? Rampart, that pizza place that's called like Ten Foot Pizza. I have no idea what that is. That's okay. Front Never mind. <laughs> only I hang out on only the only places in New Orleans I hang out on are like this one gay street, and that's it. So, because oh, all the cars have champagne. Drag queen. Oh. Oh yeah, I did. That we was waited. fun. That one time that I got 
like one of the first times I hung out with Liz, I got chased down the street by a drag queen who was very angry at me. What did you do? And I was like, nothing, nothing. I was like, (laughs) I'm like, nothing. I was solidified in Liz's mind. She was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) He was running down the street calling me a narcissist. Oh, shit. And being like, you're fucking talking shit about me. And I was like, I literally have not said one thing about them. So like, they fucking wish. But they chased me. I walked by a bar and drag queen ran out and chased me down the street screaming at me and like it was literally all that happened is i told him like i'm not fucking friends with you anymore because uh, i know eureka starfish yeah Yeah, i don't care nobody who knows him is gonna listen to that i was friends with him for like two years actually this is the tmi episode so whatever let's talk shit okay so (laughs) i was friends with him for like two years i went to every single one of his drag shows i threw buku money on him and all of the girls who were performing and the guys whatever they identified Mm -hmm. as whatever um i went to all of her performances that and also she he was okay with either pronoun so i would always switch back and forth um I just, like, supported him in every single thing that he did. Yeah. And then I I kind of started to realize that that was what our friendship was about, was about me being supportive. And, like, the things that I did, like, he wanted to be supportive of, but it was more like, oh, Chelsea, you make music? Okay, make music for me. Uh, Okay, you can do this? All right, do it with me. Not, like, let me support you doing it, you know? Like, it was... It was almost one of those things where I had to, like, squish myself down a little bit to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. But, like, I really did believe and do believe in him as, like, artist and a person. But it came down to, like, literally I introduced him to, like, this artist guy. Yeah. And him and this artist guy started stroking each other's egos. And I basically knew that that's what was going to happen once I introduced them to each other. Yeah. But... So, like, I was kind of in originally playing off that, but then once the artist guy, like, super hurt my feelings, Aww. Eureka put his ego and wanting to have his ego stroked by this artist mm-hmm. guy over my feelings being hurt, even though they had only met twice, and I had been friends with Eureka for, like, two years. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I feel like, I was like, I feel like you're gonna do this, you're gonna not, you're, you're gonna, I basically said... I'm hurt because I know you're going to do this thing. Yeah. And he was like, how dare you say that I'm going to do this thing? I'm going to do it. Then he went and did that thing. And I was like, okay, we're not friends anymore. And then I walked by a bar he was at and he ran down the street screaming profanities at me. Like, fuck, like I've never been screamed at like that before in my life. And all I did was stop being friends with him. I did not blast him on anything. I did not talk shit about him to anybody. Like, it was just, he was really hurt by me not being his friend anymore. But if I literally came to you and was like, I feel like you're going to fuck me over by doing this very specific thing. (laughs) And you were like, how dare you? I would never do that. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then they fucking did it. Like, what the fuck? Like, how am I not, how am I wrong in this situation? That's like toxic and shit. Yeah. It was really toxic and it still hurts me. And I still have his art hanging in my house. So, like, whatever. It's fine. But that was one of the first times I hung out with Liz is a drag queen screaming at me when I went down the street. And, like, the guy I was with was got so angry, he, like, started yelling back. He was like, she's not saying anything to you. Yeah. Like, you came came out here and you're screaming at her. It was really cute that he was, like, defending me. That was cute, but whatever. 
That is cute. Anyway, just so everyone knows, I'm drunk. That's good. I'm working on it. Do I seem I, drunk? I'm one month sober, like yesterday. Ooh, good job. If that's... No, Liz, that is so great. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, do I seem super drunk? Why? True. Liz, Liz, as a as a past drunkie, do I seem drunk to you? No, you kind of always seem like that to me, though. <laughs> I think you like a little bit. A, you have a very bubbly personality. So sometimes away I that. can't tell. I feel like that's not true. I don't know why people think that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because, like, now I see you at work more than I see you not at work. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, because that's my fake, like, Rosemary thing. It's not fake, yeah. but I'm just a really good actress. The, yeah, dramatization. Yeah, Rosemary is a drama dramatization of <laughs> Chelsea. So Rosemary is equally the best. And worst parts. Since it's Passover, should I tell my story of, like, the funniest, worst sex I've ever had with a Jewish man? Yeah. And then I'll do mine. Do you have one, oh, too, yes. Bijou? Perfect. Oh, I have a lot. Yeah. I okay. <laughs> wait, wait. I have to pee. Like Jews. Okay, okay, so Chelsea has to pee. Okay. We're going to hold. And and when we whenever we do, like, a, a pause in the recording, we play the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> That was my decision, and I don't regret it. I love it. that song. It's so nice. My ex-boyfriend used to play that a lot. I should have <laughs> known he was gay, I guess. Yeah, I had sex with a guy who I was like, oh, you're gay. Like, I think that's why I liked you, <laughs> because you were kind of gay. But you don't know that you're gay. But, dude, you're someone needs to tell you yeah. that you're gay. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Uh, this is going well. Chelsea's peeing. Okay, good. I was telling my boyfriend who has been listening. I told him he needs to take his yeah, headphones off. Yeah, I heard him laughing, and, like, him laughing is making me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I, I think it's okay to keep it on because it's, like, a studio audience. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like it. He, um, I was like, you need to hear this, babe. It's very. Because all the time I'm like, smell my pussy. <laughs> and he's, like, so encouraging. He's like, yes, baby. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. He's good. I had one guy that used to get mad. I would smell my pussy all the time. I would have my fingers like by my hands or by my like face. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I was like, why are you? Let me smell my pussy in peace, dude. It smells nice. My boyfriend currently will like sometimes aggressively finger bang me and then like lovingly stroke my hair <laughs> in my ears with his like dirty vagina juice fingers and I'm like you psychopath <laughs> don't touch me hi well, how was it, how I would going? like to apologize for how full of myself I am that I assumed that you guys couldn't carry the conversation while I was peeing like assuming we were going to stop the, the recording well, you or could. Something. I just was going to fill it anyway just in case no I'm just like if I wasn't a little tipsy when Chelsea leaves. Right. And that's how I was behaving. And you know what? It may be true, but it may not be true. It may or may not. It's unknown. Yeah. So I've thought that I had coronavirus for the past two days because I went and bought like a bunch of really cheap e-cigarettes because my really nice vape pod ran out and I tried to order it for you. Don't use those. 
I know. I literally, every time I've used them for the past two years, I get sinus infections and I have a sinus infection now, basically. Oh Your lungs will collapse. I had an ex-boyfriend that used e-cigs like really, like, <sighs> and both of his lungs collapsed. Oh my that's, God. Like, not, like that happens a lot. It's like. Okay. Like well, I was using a good one and I tried to order like the replacement pod and it said online, we can't verify that you're actually 21 years old. And I was like, then why do you have this online for people to order? That's what the weird. fuck? Yeah. Just so I went to a gas station. Yeah. Smoke huh? crack, Chelsea. Literally. I want a fucking actual cigarette so bad no. that I'm like, about to. I'm about to go ask my, like, I will keep a three-month supply of cigarettes, which is one pack of cigarettes, in yeah. my house at all times, but the last That's dude that I was staying, wearing. right, but the last dude that was staying with me, You had to like, hide him. No, he smoked all of them in three days, and, like, that was, I hate him. You know, I'm so mad at him. Me too. When people act like that, like, if I have a supply of something and I say, these are my emergency cigarettes, that does not mean you fucking smoke yeah, all of them. That's immediately, like, you're- Immediately- you have some kind of personality disorder oh and God. we are fucking done. I swear to God. Like, oh my God. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait, what was so, we Oh, oh, uh, Liz had a story about a uh, Jewish guy. Oh yeah. Um, my worst, I have a lot of bad sex stories. Pretty much all the sex I've ever had is uh, pretty bad. Oh yes. That's a good episode. Um, but so I, when I was in college, it was like my junior year. Um, I met this guy who was like, he worked at a bar and he was like kind of smart, nerdy, cute. Like mm-hmm. he was handsome and he had glasses and like a deep voice and he was really smart, but he was like five, four. And <laughs> so like I started texting him, whatever. And he was being, like, really sexual, like, right away. And that's always kind Bad. of, like, a, yeah. like a weird, yeah. And he was like, <laughs> okay, so, like, when are we going to, like, make this happen? And I was like, I don't know, like, whenever. And he's like, okay, just so you know, I'm a virgin. And oh. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> like, I was like, that's fine. I was like, I've never taken anyone's virginity before. But I, you know, I don't, I guess I'll give it a try. And I thought it would be, like cool and sexy and empowering to be like yeah like I deflowered this (laughs) young man and like sent him on his sexual journey and not so much like I go over there and first of all he like doesn't want to wear a condom and I was like whatever because I was on the pill at that time and he was a virgin so I was like whatever stupid but I was in college who wasn't a slut when they were in college and so, first of all, his penis is about the size of a thumb, and it's bent hard <laughs> like, left or right, so it looks like, it looks like a, a thumbs up that had been, like, knocked down a little bit, and so, I was like, alright, well, um, alright, so. Do what you can with what you have. I, I start. I start sucking <laughs> on him. Oh my, I, I hope no one ever sends this podcast to my parents. Um, I start sucking his dick, and he's immediately already about to come. So I'm like, "All right, let's you know, let's try to have sex." Let's and try. So, like he doesn't want to be on top, so I'm like, "All right." I get on him, and I start like, riding his dick, and I'm telling you, 
he he was stoned, so he like couldn't come. Oh. And so I was like getting carpal tunnel in my wrist from holding myself up and like <laughs> bouncing on this guy's dick. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he punches me in the face, <gasps> and he's like, "Thank me for it." Oh my like, god! I was like, "What?" And then he does it again, <gasps> and he's like. Thank me for it. And I was Holy like, shit. oh my God. So like. Punch him back. Shit. I, yeah. So like nobody finishes, obviously. <laughs> and then um, I made a joke afterwards. I was like, we were like having conversation as I was getting ready to leave. And um, oh my God, I didn't even mention the, the weirdest part. I always forget this part of the story. Before the set, he's like, lay down on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. Yeah. So I, I lay down on the ground and I'm like, this man's going to murder me. Yeah, and he, and clearly. He lays down on top of me in like a plank position <laughs> and he starts gently stroking my hair. I'm not kidding. I'm oh, not kidding. Man. He starts gently stroking my hair and just like heavy breathing. <laughs> it's just silent. Just silent. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, I'm going to die. Like he, he was like, so yeah, Jeffrey I'm going to die. Absolutely. And so then afterwards, after all that weird shit, I was like, Jesus. oh, haha, like, guess you have AIDS now. <laughs> and he's like, he kind of laughed. But then. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Who said that? What? You said, guess you have AIDS now? I, like, made a joke about giving kids. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I didn't know. Because if you said it, it was a joke. If he said it, it wasn't a joke. It was supposed to be funny because, like, he didn't want to use a condom. And I was like, you know, you really shouldn't yeah, do yeah. that. Like, that was, yeah. And it was a joke. And I have a fucked up sense of humor. Whatever. And so a few weeks later, people start acting, like, really weird around me. Oh, my God. he told everyone at all the bars in my college town of, like, it was what? a small college town that I had AIDS. Jesus Christ. So then everybody just like thought I was like a huge slut and that I had AIDS. And what the I was fuck? like, well, he's literally a psycho. That's so weak. That's like, you should have been like, weird. he laid on me plank and. and- <laughs> when I was leaving his apartment complex, I was parallel parked, like, in front of his car, and I was so angry about the experience that I just backed into it, like, four or five times before I pulled out. I like this story. <laughs> it was awful, and that was, and his dick, because it was, like, a bent little thumb, just hurt. It was just, like, ramming Aww. into the side of my vagina. Yeah. I have a, oh my god, I'm, like, so disturbed by the laying plank position on you that and stroking your hair and yeah. breathing like <laughs> that's like a, that's another tv show thing i'm always telling liz she needs to do stand-up comedy or oh, like yeah. write like a stand-up bit but yeah i should do stand-up well as soon as we're allowed to leave the house again we're going to this is a great idea and we're gonna have jordan my friend jordan fucking film the whole journey we're gonna book you telling over we're gonna we're gonna write some fake pr for you we're gonna book you at some places in some podunk town stand-up places or like open mic <laughs> places whatever just the weirdest because we live in louisiana we can go to alabama like we can go yeah, to we mississippi should meet in alabama, dude 
That's a great, you should come too. It's going to be great. Yeah. And we're going to film all of it and make a documentary on her rise to stardom, but it's just in like the tiniest, like it's weird country towns oh ever. This that is going is to be jokes, a. All my jokes are like super liberal and pro abortion. That <laughs> is the point. <laughs> that like would not be a good thing. This is the point. Okay. So we're going to make a documentary, mockumentary, documentary on your rise to stardom as a stand up comedian. So in small towns and it's going to be it's it's about the footage so when people are appalled and then we're going to have like reality show style commentary and be like oh my god yeah like they were so upset that guy threw a a pile of chicken wings he was so upset about it (laughs) i think that's what we're gonna do i want to know like the ultimate tmi story for our last because we have 10 minutes left so we no, have- actually, I bought another hour. Ooh, boop, boop, so boop. we don't have to. Okay. We okay. can. Whenever you'd like to stop, we can. But, we but seeing as how I'm already drunk and Bijou, you haven't really shared any TMI stories. Oh, damn. I think that we should go to at least an hour and a half. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I, I respect that. I'm trying to think of all the, uh, like, the categories of TMI. I have. I have a good one about... A dick, because she talked about, like... Oh, yeah, let's go into dicks, yeah, go. The dick being... So let's think in terms of dicks. Yeah, yeah. All right? This is going to be a quip for my Instagram. Let's think in terms of dicks. I always think in terms of dicks, though. That's the terms in which we think of mm-hmm. anything in. So it's exception. Yes. The biggest dick I ever saw. All okay. right? Let me preface this by saying that, you know, I lived in Asia for, like, four years okay. on and off. Good. I fucked a lot of Asians. A lot. I love Asians. So you've never seen a big dick before? No. Let me preface my preface by saying... Let me... Let me asterisk my preface. Yes. That Asian dicks are not smaller in general than white people dicks. True. At all. Uh, The biggest dick I've ever seen was a Taiwanese... Half Taiwanese, half Japanese guy. And it was so tall and so thick that I had to say no. But the weird thing about this guy is that he had a super fucking expensive car. Like I just, I specifically, I guess I met him in a club or something. He was really cute and like really funny. And we like, I had such a great time in Japan. I was just like slutting it up. Like I was just, I got all the attention I wanted. I was a, a, a white model, but I spoke Japanese, and, like, nobody else who was a white model spoke Japanese. Like, I didn't care about modeling. I just wanted to, like, be a singer in Japan. So I was always, like, hanging out with um, other artist people, and it was just, like, really interesting. I felt like my networking skills were, like, amazing, or I just really, really stood out, or both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was both, but I was very That's confused at the time. Yeah, so I met all sorts of people, but just one of the random guys, the thing that stands out about meeting him was I, we were parked outside my apartment in Hido in Tokyo, and he had, like, a really nice car, and, like, a lot of people don't have cars in Japan, or not Japan, let me scratch that, in Tokyo, it's like having a car in New York, like, you kind of have to be kind of rich, or either you live in the suburbs, but if you live in this area, and you have a car, like, you must be a bazillionaire, which is, like, cool to me at the time, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's rich, that's interesting, he, like, had a, a, a TV in his car, and this was in, like, 2009, yeah, it was, like, not a joke, and, 
Yeah. And he showed me a video of him skydiving, like on video in his car, like right before he dropped me off. <laughs> so, like- and then I remember being like, I can do a backflip. He's like, oh, yeah, do it. And so I got out and did a backflip, like on the concrete, like right in front of my apartment and then like waved to him and like went in my apartment. Like <laughs> it was it was fun. But so when I finally went to his house to go fuck him. He lived at his parents' house. I was going to say, there's something that's missing here. Right. He lived at his mom's house. And his mom's house, it was a nice fucking house. But, like, okay, you have this super fucking expensive car. You don't pay rent, bitch. Like You and your big-ass dick. Yeah. Right. And while we were in his room, his mom was knocking on the door and being like, Takuchi-san! Or not, son. Uh, Let's go with could. Takuchi-kun, naniyate! Like oh being like, God. what are you doing in there? Do you have somebody in there? Like, what what's going on? Why did you come home so early? And he was oh. like 35. <gasps> oh my God. Wow. And so he finally takes his dick out and he's like, oh, <laughs> like Chelsea. <laughs> like oh i really want to fuck and like jerking off and his dick is so fucking big i remember like retreating to the other side of the room and being like i gotta go like i sucked it a little bit but it like i it like filled out uh, it filled out my whole mouth and i was just like no like is this first of all? Is this why you think you can live with your mom because your dick is so yeah, fucking absolutely, huge? Absolutely, dude. There's a <laughs> his, there's some relationship between them. his dick was too big to have sex with. Like somebody yeah. would have. I felt sorry for him. Like somebody would have to be like super in love with him and be like, "It's okay, we're gonna make it work." You have to like, like train was- your vagina for that shit. Right. No, it was like now was I would be like, "Oh hell yeah!" But I'm gonna be thirty, so that's. <laughs> I've never even seen like a super big dick. I've seen bigger dicks, but the only, like, big dick that I've seen was when this man bought me a huge black dildo to fuck him in the ass with for money, and then this guy that I was, like, briefly roommates with used to just come in and wake me up standing there naked with his huge flaccid dick out. Nice. And then one time I walked in on him, absolutely, he was, his fist was wearing this girl's asshole like a baby. (laughs) 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 I walked in on him and this girl, like, filming. Oh, wow. And I, like, ran out, because it was too early, I wasn't even, like, halfway through my morning coffee, and I was walking to that, and I was like, and the girl had, like, she was covered in face tattoos and just, like, really gnarly stuff. <laughs> and then I came back later, and she's like, yeah, I gotta go uh, get my money from Western Union for those videos. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never really seen, like, a big dick other than that experience. Like, I feel like most dicks oh. are, like, average or above average, and, like, I kind of prefer an average dick. Yeah, I had a, a black boyfriend that had, like, like just classic eight inch dick you know and it was like you don't need all of it first of all you know you don't but like i've never enjoyed that our dog we had a dog in the house he the guy would walk around naked all the time because everyone we were just walking around naked all the time uh elijah this is this is about elijah's penis in case he listens um but he, the dog would, like, not look at him when his dick was out because he was, like, scared of his dick. He <laughs> <laughs> was, like, and then we realized it was, like, kind of all dicks he didn't really like, so we would, like, run around with a dildo and, like, 
the dog was like, nope, he will not look at anything that looks like a dick. It was really interesting. I had a dog that got excited whenever one of my ex's dicks was out. He would jump up and try to, like, put his nose on it. No, he liked it. It was because it was exciting for him, I guess. (laughs) Different strokes for different folks, man. For different poodles. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about, like, other sex stories that I have. Like, I have, like, my favorite story is, like, when I had my clitoral hood piercing, <gasps> you want to guess what happened? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, I was like on a bunch of ecstasy at the Hard Rock Hotel in Miami <laughs> with like some guy. Then we were like fucking around for a while, and then we were like having sex. And I think he was eating me out, and or we were doing something that was very aggressive sexually, and I just got ripped out. Oh my god! And he he realized it before me, and was like. Oh my god! Oh my god! And I was like, he was like, "Where is it?" And I'm like, "It's gone." <laughs> like it was just gone. It was like on the other side of the room. And I was honestly like, I didn't feel a thing because because of the ecstasy. Because of the ecstasy. <laughs> well, we found it. Okay. So yeah, he was, and I was kind of like, "All right, since it doesn't hurt, can we just like finish?" You know? But he was like very <laughs> freaked out. <laughs> he was disturbed and concerned. Yeah, so was- I didn't get it done after that again but i don't know how i got my vagina pierced when i was like 18 by my boyfriend in my fucking mom's house in my room it's crazy that's terrifying he's he was a piercer but he was a bad piercer like he worked at a shop but he was bad so it's a you know pros and cons but okay um, let's talk about this guy that i um this is just a sex episode yeah well what else is gonna turn into he, I mean, yeah, this, it should be a sex. I mean, that's like what the people want to hear, right? Weird, weird work stories. Like the people weird want it. And weird sex. They like it, yeah. We, I don't even know. I don't even want to tell that story now. I just like it tell sucks it. because, like, no, because like half of my stories turn into like trauma and like somebody okay. doing something fucked up to me, and yeah. then I'm like, wait, I like it. I guess I've been really looking at my life for the <laughs> past couple days because. My um, dominatrix mother is having a mental breakdown right now because oh. she has a brand new kitten, and that one of her kitten, one of her cats had, but they only had one kitten, so the cat stopped producing milk. So she's having to feed this kitten once every single hour. Oh my! Or God. else it's going to die for like three days. That's so crazy. my dominatrix mother is already suicidal. She will openly tell anybody, you know, that okay. she wants to fucking die. And it's like a funny joke, and it's true, but it's also a funny joke. Okay, but right now it's not a funny joke, and yeah. she really means it. So I was like, yeah, my friend came over and fixed my car. And she's like, well, you need to be careful because a lot of young people who are healthy are just randomly dying. And I was like, okay, thanks. And so then I had like a mental, I was on my period. I had been working Uh, nonstop for two weeks. So because since I've been unemployed, I've worked harder than I have in my life, which I would like to say, um, the first week and a half that I was unemployed, I made like $700, which I Love really it. think is interesting, which was from like four different locations. And now up to like five, I've yeah. got all those sources of income or whatever. And it's interesting. Now I'm just like, okay, so I could definitely do this. Make a- yeah, I could do this, but I would have to downsize. Like I would have to not have a $1,500 a month rent. I have a three bedroom, oh. two bathroom house and I live in it by myself. Yeah, like, you know, 
So, right. You do too. But like yours, you own yours though. So it's like, yeah, I don't need to be living like according to my means. Right. True. So I'm like, okay, maybe after this, I'm going to dance. I'm going to, of course, dance when we can go back out Mm -hmm. into the world again. And I can also do all of these online things. Yeah. And I could buy an RV and then I could just uh, travel around, dance wherever I want with my fucking pig and my dog and get like a pop-up fence that I can put around so that my pig and my dog can run around in the yard, blah, 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 wherever I stop. And then I can... Yeah. either move out of the country go to school in another country like i my brain is like on in like hyper <laughs> fucking work mode i'm doing my music i'm doing my paintings yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. doing webcam i'm doing only fans i'm doing the fetish clips i'm just getting money from random customers right now who are trying to help me out like i'm also yeah. applying for unemployment i'm i just got That's robbed good. i'm trying to do like fucking my fucking me. renter's insurance like listen yeah what the fuck is going on like it's, plus yeah. there's this fucking pandemic shit and i'm already obsessive compulsive and i'm autistic i can barely take care of myself as it mm-hmm. is yeah like I have no idea what the fuck's going on right now. And somehow I made $700. You know what I mean? So I'm like, cool. I can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I could just be an artist. Like conceptually, I could just be an artist and only dance like once a week, whatever, wherever I am in the country, because I've made a thousand dollars my first night in Miami. I made a thousand dollars my first night in Chicago. I made a thousand dollars my first night in North. It doesn't matter like where I am. That's me. I can do that. But still, my brain, because I'm autistic, I swear to God, like, I cannot concentrate on anything for more than, like, eight minutes right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing eight minutes of one thing at a time, like, We're all day long. Yes, you know? Yeah, but that's because y'all are distracting me. Like, I am about really? to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not fun. I mean, it is totally funny, but it's just, just really fucking weird. Well, I'm proud of you for your efforts, and I know it's hard, um, but you're doing very good, and I think we got this. Yeah, I think I we do, but you know, I'm I'm. This is a great time for me not to think about everyone else who's suffering right now. True. You know what I mean? And that's why we needed a TMI episode. It is, and I have a lot of friends who have the same issues, like they're doing good and then all they have is the guilt of other people <laughs> yeah. who are not doing good and i would like to say that in in really lovely socialist countries like sweden where everybody's taking care of you have six free years of university anywhere in the world that you want to go yeah they have a really high suicide rate and a lot of people say oh it's because there's darkness for so many months of the year. Mm -hmm. I think another part is, is because they know they're educated enough to know how blessed they are. And it's depressing. And it fucks with them. And so like, if you can't get past all of that stuff and just know that you are a chosen person and that you are blessed to do what you need to do, you need to like harness that and see that as something that you need to like, hold as a strength like okay yeah, i have the good maybe too, exactly you know i i feel like that that's the point yeah 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 that's yeah i'm trying to i oh you know me already like i'm i'm trying to always give like a positive message and like yeah this message is for myself and for yeah. everyone else too you know yeah <laughs> that like you know if you can't fully 1000 <sighs> percent 
take advantage of what's going on with you and like learn that lesson and and vibe with it or whatever yeah you know then you won't ever be able to help all the other people that you're choosing to think about instead of choosing to think about the blessings that you have and what you can do with yourself right now it's almost like a really selfish thing if you really think about it like i'm so blessed and i want to sit there and think no i don't want to do anything because other people are suffering (laughs) yeah no that's like you have an obligation um, to, in a way. Yeah, that's self-sabotaging also. Also, uh, Liz, Liz is gone. Off. But it's oh, fun. Okay. Because... Turn my camera off. I was like, damn, Liz is over this shit. Liz knows me. <laughs> she's, she's like, Chelsea's ranting right now. But I'm trying to, like, give my fucked up, weird, very unique, odd situation that's not that odd because there's a lot of people going through similar things. But, of course, mm-hmm. not in my, like, I'm autistic and so hot, like, way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, I'm giving like a, uh, I don't know. This is was supposed to be our like TMI. We can talk about whatever we want episode because shit's like all over the place right now. And I think it's, it's good to hear. I think it's good for some people to hear that I'm like struggling. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm serious though. I get you. Because I, I do get like a lot of messages from people like on the daily telling me like, oh, your stories make me so happy. Like really? so you're I've had people tell me that my feed, like all my posts on my yeah. Instagram are like their safe place when they're tripping. And, like, <laughs> you know, and I'm it's just really like, fun. cool. I have people like that, too. Like my YouTube Mia Maples, like if I yeah, was yeah, way too place. high, I would go watch her and I would feel fine. So I just don't want anyone who actually is like into me or Bijou or the mm-hmm. podcast or like anything that I stand for to ever think that like, I'm just totally fine right now. Yeah, I'm fucking, yeah. I'm not yeah. fine, yeah. but like I'm making an effort to do yeah. everything I can with the opportunities I have right now. This is for the people. Yeah. So also I don't even care about sex anymore because the last boy that I had sex with like robbed me. So <laughs> I can't believe that. I can believe. Can you? You can though. You can. No, I, I happened to another friend of mine. She was like, "I fucked this fucking like meth head, and I woke up and all my shit was gone." Jesus Christ! No, mine stayed with me for like a few weeks. That's <laughs> You let him. You yeah. I like loved him, you know, like, but I know that you can love him and. It's- still he just yeah it's fine you know who you know who he looked like he looked like that um he was pretty he was but have you ever seen the movie bench warmers i have no no what this is not chelsea's only seen two movies he looks like the Coraline and kill bill okay they made they, they basically it's like a bunch of little kids playing baseball for a competition and they use like a 30 year old puerto rican man and say he's and say he's 12 nice. so they can win the game is this with adam sandler no, this boy was a fucking bodybuilder and then he's just like not bodybuilding right now and so i was thinking about how he has looked and how he does look and yeah. like combining all these factors together and he like he had like a good dick and it like was a little bit bent towards him like a tiny bit so it like really got in there mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but that's how they get you that's evil dick though it was evil dick it was good and like yeah, but I mean, 
I can get off using anybody's dick. Like, if someone's like, okay, now you get on top because I know you get off really easy like that. I'm just like, that means that you're giving up. <laughs> I'm on way too many antidepressants to come. Dude, so. me too. I, it's like labor. I just have to, like, beat my vagina after sex while he just, like, casually stands there and is like, is there anything I can do? Like, My boyfriend is, like, nodding his head right now. I love that he's been laughing at Liz. I'm, it's because I'm so fucking funny and disgusting. <laughs> I wish I had more like ass stories though. I feel like that's, that's like, a good the pinnacle. And okay, I'm, I have oh, a good Bible I have story. One, I have one. Okay, Beach, it's Beach's okay. turn. I just had a colonoscopy done at the very young <laughs> ripe age of 28. And first of all, it was really funny because you have to clean your like body out, you know, for like yeah. all day. And then I was like in the room and I was like, I just want you to know that I cleaned everything out for you as best as I could, you know. And he was like, that's all we asked for. Thank you very much. And I, I felt like I had to tell him, you know, like I tried. But no, you um, wanted to show off how well you cleaned I know. It out. Well, because I didn't finish all the liquid and I'm like, well, you're going to have to do it anyway. <laughs> you're going to have to fucking do it. So whatever. Just work around it. But um i was bleeding i love nathan oh my god yeah. <laughs> i was bleeding like okay like rectally i think it was like endometriosis related because no one could figure out why and i was bleeding a lot like it was like a tub full like twice or three times a day for like months and oh. out of my ass dude and it was like i did tests to make sure it wasn't out of my pussy you know because you're like did, okay did you probably say I have a photo. Um, I do want to show it to Chelsea just while I'm here because it's so I normally crazy. ask for her medical photo. Yeah, so there was basically a day where I don't know if I ate something or something happened, but it fucking bled like it hemorrhaged. It was like clumps of sh- of blood. It was probably like half a well, gallon. I'm putting beets up there. You're not I know. <laughs> it was so wild and I couldn't and I was like I had to go to the uh, to the ER. I'm like Listen, I've been bleeding. Nathan, what are you doing to her? I know he and I was and it was like I was thinking after the colonoscopy he could have gotten in there real well, you know, cuz it was like <laughs> just kind of open. But um it was uh I know he was like, "Hey, did I do that?" And I'm like, "No, you didn't do it." So, um but it was and I showed like the doctors the photos. I'm like, "Listen, like I know what it is to just like, oh, you know, I'm going to the ER cuz my butt's bleeding." No. It was like <laughs> fucking like crazy i'm looking for the photo now maybe the i'm going to the yard because my butt's bleeding and like I, wait who says was, that though no, why are you no saying one... that like somebody else normally says that yeah, like... apparently that's the thing that you know <laughs> i couldn't uh no one basically figured out why i bled i swear to you like every 20 minutes it would come out involuntarily and like big chunks of like blood it was like the whole toilet oh my god it was that's for hours a, that's an ass abortion yeah i and, swear to god <laughs> wait elizabeth the bars that's an ass abortion so, whoa is that the toilet yeah that was every 30 minutes something like that plus a toilet full of blood i feel like i did see some photos of this because you posted on twitter does anyone want to see what's like, coming out of my ass and i was like yeah. me <laughs> yeah and uh, and i was dying it's funny because i told a client poor guy it's, it, it's not even poop like it's just like I, something uh, like Liz, that one must have been it? really scary yeah, I really really do okay because i i needed people to be like what the f-? like tell me what the fuck this is you know but um it was so interesting basically no one found out what it is they were like i think it's this hemorrhoids and i'm like no something exploded inside <laughs> of my body and it just stopped it was a, a hem grenade it just like at some point in time it was like 
it just stopped. And then now, since then, about two months ago or whatever, I haven't had a single drop of blood come out of me. So it was like so mysterious. <laughs> I have so many ass jokes. Like, I want to say, like, ass topic pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was my ass period. That's what I've been calling it. She has so many ass puns right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm texting, wait, I'm texting Jeremy about it right now, and he said, I did say I have some Metamucil if you need it. Oh. But I was talking about your ass. Yeah, he was like, he was ready to help. Tell him that's appreciated. Um, Oh my God. Oh yeah, I did see that. That's like an alien predator thing. (laughs) For bleeding out of my ass. And like, they were like asking me all these questions like, well, what, like, what What are you doing? What are you causing this? (laughs) And then finally, after a bunch of tests, the nurse was like, did you eat any red velvet cake? And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Elizabeth? See, this is what she needs to do stand up for. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't deal with it. It was like an object. Like, every 30. 30- yeah, literally, it looks like a period. Yeah, like an abortion. That was every 30 minutes. And, and that was after your colonoscopy? No, that was before. That's when they're like, yeah, we should go in there. That's why. And I think it was an ectopic ass pregnancy, dude. It had to have been. You didn't have a boyfriend at this time? No, it was normal (laughs) penis. So luckily, but it was just, and it it stopped right after that. That's so weird. It never happened again. Yeah, it was an ass topic pregnancy. Absolutely. So I forgot that I have to mention that. Yeah, I really think maybe, like, maybe you have, like, different anatomy, like, you have, like, a... I think I had a piece, I got pregnant in my butthole, dude, like, 100%. How does that happen? So, basically, like, with endometriosis stuff, at least from my understanding, you have, like, ovarian cells that, like, get placed somewhere else. So, you can create, you can end up getting pregnant. I'm sending you one more photo of just, like, every 30 minutes, the toilet was, like, full of blood. Um, And it was weird. It didn't hurt. It was just kind of, like, it hurt all the time otherwise, but it, it, it was just, like, super weird that, like looks exactly like abortion like miscarriage tissue right i feel like you, yeah you definitely did get pregnant in your bubble babe <laughs> got my ass pregnant they specifically no one told Nathan, me Nathan, what the fuck she's spe- she specifically told you not to get her butthole pregnant i told him that and what did he do if it never if it never happened again after that like it and jeremy says isn't that how lawyers are born <laughs> <laughs> but like i mean yeah, if it, like, never happened again after that. Then Not a drop. Honestly, been what it was. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, after so. After my abortion, I wore diapers everywhere. Like, I would be out at the bar. Just oh, shit. face, like, slamming shots, wearing sweatpants, <laughs> sagging over a diaper. <laughs> That's, like, and it's someone's fetish. I still get hit on like that. Like, I'm, like, I'm wearing my high school sweatpants over my abortion diaper. They don't care. Over my abortion <laughs> diaper. <laughs> yep. I have my one butt sex story that was that I was, like, blackout drunk, and I went over to my friend's house to have sex with him or whatever, <laughs> and which I don't normally do, because I only like to sleep with people that I care about, but at the time, it made sense. That's so I went over, um, I was really, really drunk. I got, I was wearing this necklace that had, like, a knife on it, so you, like, pulled it, I was super into carrying knives and, like, necklaces that have knives and keychains that are knives, because I'm a fucking stripper in New Orleans, and so I pulled the knife out of the chain while I was on top of him on my (laughs) necklace, and I was like, cut me, 
And he was like, uh, no, I'm a Marine and I'm a country boy. I was raised not to do anything hurtful to women ever. And I was like, just a little. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, then let me cut you. And he's like, no. And then I started crying or something because I was just like drunk and retarded. And um, then, you know, like four minutes later, he's fucking my butthole on the floor yeah. in his kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then we move into his room. He's fucking me in the butt for like fucking like a half an hour straight, like mm. on the floor in his bedroom. And then later, I'm, like, sitting on his bed looking at him, and he's got, like, um, some kind of spray bottle, and he's cleaning his carpet. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, nothing. And he's just cleaning because he's a fucking Virgo. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, what? no, what are you doing? He's like, well, you got some shit on my carpet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, really? He's like, it's not a lie. It's not a big deal. It just, like, squirted out a little bit. And I'm like, okay. And then I looked on his bed sheet and there was some on his bed too. Just like a tiny little, like we were like going at it for a long time. Okay. Like, and I was sorry about that too now that you say And then I ordered him a new um, bed sheet and like Amazon sent it to his house. He's like, now I got a really nice blanket. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. And we're like super good friends. So sometimes he likes to bring that story up to people and like just for no reason at all. And I'm like, thank you very much. It's like fun for him and less fun. Yeah, thanks for, I don't really care that much, but he's like, ha, remember that time you asked me to cut you and then you shit on my carpet? (laughs) Yeah, I remember. Dude, I (laughs) shit on a fucking Airbnb bed by accident. (laughs) And like, I wasn't even drunk or anything. <laughs> I don't remember why, but poor, poor Nate was like, baby. <laughs> I'm like, baby. And I was like, I don't. Oh, I was like, that's clearly shit. Like, I'm so sorry. I just, I just. What oh. happened though? I, I just have IBS. You know, I don't know. I think what it is was I, I was actually at my 10 year reunion. So everyone who's listening to this, that goes to my high school, um, which is a significant amount of people on my Instagram. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think because I had, like, two drinks or something, and I'm not used to drinking, so my butthole was, like, weird about it. Alcohol fucks your colon up, I swear. What? There's a relationship. So, that's how I know Nate was a keeper, because he was like, it's okay, baby. And I was like, I'm sorry I pooped on the bed. (laughs) And he was very sweet about it. I haven't pooped on any beds before that. If I shit on the bed now, Jeremy would probably, like, scrape it off with the thing they used to scrape breadcrumbs at nice restaurants and, like, grind it into a curry powder. Yeah. Because he's just weird. But, like, I Wait, grind like, it in... Okay. I've never shit... <laughs> I've, I've never shit during anal because if I'm having anal on occasion, I always do... I, like, starve myself for, like, 24 hours and then I do an Hot. enema until my ass is clean. You're smart. I mean, normally it's not a big deal, I feel like, but if I'm, like... It's expected sometimes. Yeah, like, if you're gonna have anal sex, you can't be afraid of shit. Like, you just can't, like, whatever. You can't break into Poop's house and expect Poop not to be home. Yeah, it's their house. (laughs) It's, it's like, when people get bit by sharks in the ocean, it's like, that's where they live, dude. Yeah, that's, that's a very good way of putting that, honestly. It's a metaphor. like that. It's art. No, I'm have kidding. you ever gotten anything stuck in your butt? Because I haven't, I don't think. Uh, except one time I fucked myself with a curling iron that I put a condom on. 
Okay. This okay. is so embarrassing. I have a client <laughs> that did that. Or he sucked on it, it or something. It actually doesn't feel terrible, but it's too hard. Oh. Obviously. obviously it's too that skinny. Makes sense. See, the oh, difference between also, Bijou and everyone else? It was Wait. on when I used it, so it was, like, a little too hot, and, like, it oh. right through the condom, and then I got pregnant, so. Damn. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she just totally took it to another level. She's like, yeah, and the curly iron just, like, got me pregnant. This is why you need to do stand-up, because whenever you feel like just, like, taking it to Somewhere that else. other, other, other level, yeah, you're going to get your own Comedy yeah. Central yeah, that's special. I kind of like it if no one laughs at it, and then you're like, thank you very much. Have a good night. It's even funnier when no one laughs. Yeah, I think I, I like it. I think a lot of it is in the, like confident delivery and mm-hmm. Liz totally has that yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. why I just really want to do a, a mockumentary documentary on her taking over small towns southern <laughs> towns with her liberal abortion jokes. What were you going to say that the difference between Bijou and something? Oh, Bijou and like everybody else in the world right now in sex work is that you call all of your customers your clients. Yeah, I like go back and forth between like they don't, I don't, I don't tell them that I use it to other people because I don't think they like when I call them clients, but like, shut up. No, they want to pretend that they're all special. And I'm already oh. super annoyed by like the amount of guys that won't stop messaging me yet. Like they're nice and everything. And like, they know. continuously mm-hmm. are like tipping me on things and that's cool. But like, it's still yeah. annoying because like, I'm used to getting a hundred dollars from mm-hmm. somebody for like, you know, 15 minutes and then walking away and never seeing them again when I'm supposed to now get $100 from you over the span of a week and a half and you're going to message me 14 times Incessantly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which I appreciate it, but it's still like I'm... It's a transition. Yeah, it is. And I'm still thankful, but wait, am I actually thankful that most of the population wants to either fuck or murder me? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, oh. I'm playing the hand I was dealt. <laughs> yeah. Anytime someone planks on you, just get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I had one guy who I had sex with. I won't say his name. He doesn't listen to my <laughs> stuff or anything, but he was like such a sweetheart, but he was like, one of those guys that's like i'm not very good at sex i had sex like three times before and it was terrible every time so like i'm really scared and i'm good it's gonna be bad again it's gonna be bad and i'm like you need to chill the fuck out but he was like doing that thing where he like kisses you for like 20 seconds and he's like looking for the condom and i'm like sweetie like no no baby but he like then he was like do you have a condom and i'm like (laughs) excuse me he was he's not british but he couldn't say it in an English voice. Condom. He couldn't say it like normal because he was so embarrassed to ask for a condom, which is not the kind of person that should be ready to have sex because you should be able to say condom. condom. This is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. That was like That's the start really, of it. I'm cringing right that, now. And then horrible. he like went to the bathroom to put it on. He went oh to the bathroom. And, and then he came out like 10 minutes later. And with like a look of shame, you know, like he was, it wasn't like, let's do this. It was like, uh-huh, okay. And then he was like, can you make it like darker? And I was like, the blinds are already closed and it's dark and it's nighttime, dude. The lights are off. I can't make it darker. Like, and then, yeah. And then guess how it, how it went. 
Um, I don't know. He was weird because he it was usually you could pick up that vibe of guys who are gonna be like weird about sex. He had this like cool vibe, you know, like where he was just kinda like cool guy, photographer guy, but not like the annoying kind, like the chill kind. And like yeah, I was like really into him, but I was like, you are just I mean you're and then it was like you were bad at sex and then you obviously like it was like too soft and it was oh it was really small but he was black so it was confusing to me because of racial stereotypes Mm -hmm. um and then like he didn't try to compensate because for me it's like okay if your dick doesn't work just like do something with my vagina still yeah that's the weirdest (laughs) thing ever is when guys are like oh sorry i like you ain't got hard i'm like then Right. do something else or else i'm never talking to you again like especially when the sex lasts like 30 seconds like one time i had sex with this guy it was another it was one of the fucking ace hotel bartenders but like (laughs) he was also a musician i'm not gonna say any names even though he's a fucking predator piece of shit i think you should mention their name if you want to you're free to I but. don't want to because he's not even, like, worthy of a name. Okay, okay. Like, that's how little I think of him. I respect that. But, like, that. he, like, there was zero foreplay. Mm. Like, he literally put a condom on, rubbed his dick against my vagina for, like, five seconds. To prepare and then put it. put it in. Yeah. And put me in the most uncomfortable position ever. And, like, I'm a small person, so sex is kind of, like, it hurts if it's not done correctly. Yeah. Or, and he had a huge dick also. So rude. And like he put me in like a pile driver position after zero foreplay. Ugh, yeah. And I was like, "Ow, can we? Can we not positions?" And he was like, "No, don't cry about it." Oh my god, it's he, not like, hot. He finished in like thirty seconds. <laughs> I su- I sucked his dick for like forty minutes, like a porn star blowjob. Like, yeah, like not the good, a kid. not the lazy kind. Yeah, and then I was like, "Well, you could go down on me," and he was like, mm, "No, I kind of feel like you owe me one." That's like and so then, like narcissist. I like know, you're, you, you ain't he shit. Was, like, he kept being like, say something sexy, and then I wanted, and then he'd be like, no, say something sexy, and I was oh like, oh, no! I'm like, we're both sober, it's daylight, there's been <laughs> zero foreplay involved, you won't even kiss me, Yeah. so I'm like, what do you want me to say, like, yeah, there's nothing to be said, put sir. it in there, sir, like, <laughs> it was, it was awful, and now he, and that was the same guy that I actually fucked him a, another time before that, Yeah. over spring break, and he is, like, sober. He doesn't drink. Okay. I hope he relapsed, though. <laughs> and, like, he, I, like, met him over spring break, like, last year. And then we, I, like, wanted to hook up with him because he was really hot. And I got the out drunk because it was spring break and I was a senior in college. Yeah. Uh, and then I go over to his place. He's sober. I'm unconscious drunk yeah and i'm like hey just so you know like before i come over i'm on my period and he's like okay that's fine i don't care mm-hmm. i guess like we have sex he he's like pikachu meme me. surprised yeah and then like he blocks me on everything doesn't talk to me so i called him out what? the next day 
I called him out the next day and he's like, don't ever talk to me again. Like you got blood and shit and stuff all over my sheets. Fucking idiot. And I was like, I literally told you I was on my period. So I Venmoed him a hundred dollars and then I mailed him new sheets. Cause this was back. Be- <laughs> this was back before I was like hated men and I thought I felt bad. So I was yeah. like, Oh my God, like whatever. So I mailed him like nice sheets from urban outfitters. You don't deserve that. Wow. He never said thank you, anything. And then, like for some reason I had a lapse in judgment and fucked him again because I thought it'd be better the second time and it yeah. was worse. And he took uh, videos of girls sucking his dick on his phone. That's so yeah. like interesting. Something that's like bad. honestly a, a thing. Disgusting person. No, but it's so sad. Like for real though, we all I feel like have had those times where we were super apologetic when a man was just being like a straight up abusive. <laughs> That's yeah. what we're taught, you know? Like It is. That's our nature. And becoming know, a sex worker, you break like out that. of it. Especially if you do something bad. Yeah. I had a, one guy that I kept letting, like, fuck me because I was, like, there was, like, no one else. I didn't have anyone else around, you know? I was, like, better than nothing, you know? And he would come over, like, late at night when I would, like, he would be done working or something at the freaking Hard Rock name to be unmentioned. There's a lot of Hard Rock interactions in Florida. Um but he would, I remember, like, a couple weird things. One that I won't forget is, like, he had sex with me, and then the second that he came, I don't think he, like, pulled out of me yet. He grabbed his phone and then played LCD Sound Systems' New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down, which is, like, a really depressing song. And then he just, like, went to the other room and then, like, wiped his dick off and then left. And I was like, what the fuck? A guy who plays one song before leaving right after he fucked song. you. Such a specific fucking song. And I was so like, fun. I'm gonna like start playing in his head. You know, I was like, I'm gonna start playing the girl from Ipanema whenever I'm done fucking someone. But I'm gonna leave my phone in the house and let it play till the end, and then come back and be like, "Oops, forgot my phone," and yeah. then leave <laughs> because that's um, my energy. It was so like, it was so weird. He also he was like one of the first guys I went through like a spin in my mouth phase. And like, oh, I love that. Yeah, I was like, so here's the thing about that. I was like really into it for a while. And then there's just one point in time where they spit in your mouth and you're just not into it anymore. It depends and, on the guy. Is that how that works? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm done with this now. Like, I don't, I take it back. I'm done. <laughs> it was like seven or eight times. And then I was like, yeah, that's, I got it out of my system. I've never had that phase. Maybe I will once I live in some European country or like Southeast Asia. It's part of the dynamic. Like, for me, it it's was, like, hot. yeah, they were already, like, kind of, like, hygiene is good. Yeah, and if they're already kind of fucking you over in other ways, it kind of was, like, contingent with the mood, you know? It's like, yeah, let's just say I've never wanted to lick the ass of a man who is treating me well. I only wanted to when oh. they sort of treated me bad, and. That's interesting. Um, it kind of went with that codependent, like, abuse me thing. Asshole licking. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I am so. really happy with this episode. I feel like yeah, I think to, we're good. We summed it up pretty well. I'm really sorry for my drunk. Like I'm really stressed out, but let's keep on keeping on. It's rant. hard to be like, hey, everything's fine. It's the apocalypse, but let's just hang out. You know, let's yeah. remember that apocalypse means lifting of the veil, I and that's really important because yeah. I don't like 
doomsday stuff because like if you, yeah. all the awful things have been going on like every bad thing that's happening to me right now i'm like things are worse for animals all over the world always at every moment yeah yeah and like that's something that has always been something that made me really suicidal was just stuff about animals and so like that's why i spoil my animals so bad because like they okay. respond to it and they deserve it and like yeah they're fucking annoying but like they are babies <laughs> you know so understand it's just yeah so it's just kind of like shit sucks but we're also just really fucking spoiled mm-hmm. so let's put our big girl panties on let's put them on with our um our clean panties so we don't increase our chances of vaginal disorders no Liz. also we don't edit this for length um this is not an episode that we want to edit for length you're just getting the pure yeah real this is real. let me also dog. mention that i have um like i don't know if you're gonna sell panties later you guys anyone but like sometimes i have to wear panties for like five days to get them really nasty and i just want to also shout out to my boyfriend for allowing me to do that without uh breaking up with me <laughs> are those yeah. like how much do they never mind that's ah, 50 bucks 100 bucks I want to sell but they, my panties, but, like, only, like, one guy has ever asked me to, and, yeah. like, he didn't even follow through with it. And Sometimes I'm an OnlyFans, because my passport, my dog chewed it. <laughs> I know okay when Liz was in jail I went over to her house and walked her dog and I hung out with her dog for like an hour like twice a night just for like two days and I picked up your chewed up passport and put it on your nightstand because yeah friendship friends it's still I ruined, just, but I appreciate it's it. Chewed. <laughs> well, I didn't want it to be worse. And, like, I just like that, like, you went to jail and your boyfriend texted me and he's never texted me before. And he's like, hey, Liz is in jail for a DUI. She just wanted me to let you know. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get her out if it comes to that. So everything's going to be Let's have, like, a jail fine. episode later, too. Oh, yeah, fuck, we totally could have gone into that, because Bijou has been to jail. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 30 days, baby. Wow. That? We can have a whole incarceration. I'm going to have to serve time. Yeah. I blew so high, and I got public, uh, or what did I get? Public property damage and reckless driving and a DUI. That sucks. If it's one of the first time, though. I blew over a point, too, though. Yeah, it's like 20% so, of your body. <laughs> well, Liz, um, remember one of my cust- I mean, one of my clients, that one that you met, that like, right when uh, they were starting to say like, stay home, my client was like, hey, I owe you $2,000 oh, for yeah. that one thing. And it was not sex, just so you know, I would say if it was, it was <laughs> for going out to bars anyway um that is not a normal kind of customer that i have but it's great he had me meet him at a fucking parade dumb dumb to get the the check so he has a lot of great attorneys because he is a cokehead and, oh so maybe right so liz if he gave you somebody's I number you should have a really good lawyer though that's good that's good but you should have a rich cokehead's lawyer because it's probably better. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I can't really afford a rich cokehead lawyer. Well, that's so. the point is that if you, uh, you fuck with him or something, I don't know. If you're getting him through this guy, then that's the point is that it's not going to be as expensive. 
Well, you have backups yeah. now. Yeah, you yeah, have backups. Met, that's the best thing about having friends that are, like, in sex work. That's because when you get in trouble, there's, like, 15 people that are like, oh, I have a great lawyer who got me out of, like, this, <laughs> Some this, shit. This, this. Extortion. For anybody who listened this long, I mean, I'm sure people are listening this long because there's nothing else to fucking <laughs> Right. Because I listen is to podcasts when I'm driving. So as long no, this as I'm is not driving. live. No, but oh, okay, it's 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 not going to be edited though. Apparently, no. But Liz, um, would you like to plug your new project that I'm so proud of you for? Oh yes, thank you. Plug it now. Go. Oh, plug it. Oh, um, so <laughs> sober, sober sex workers united is basically just like a support group in New Orleans for anyone who works in sex work, but not cis het men. Um, as the cool kids say <laughs> mm-hmm. but so and I'm gonna have like there's That's the support dope. group and then as part of the support group I'm also I just registered to have my own AA meeting oh, yeah. it's, called, it's called Club Soda wow I love you <gasps> yeah You're and good. so like the support group I'm hoping to turn it into an actual like um Thing with like an office eventually when I get my uh, MSW Sick. and my license and stuff but it's just basically a place for like sex workers to get resources on like anything like yeah. like lawyers financial difficulty like if they need like abortion referrals or like post-abortion counseling or like free prenatal care or yeah. like they struggle with mental health or substance abuse like just kind of an all-encompassing like sex worker safe haven thing that's really good so where can we find you you're on instagram i'm on instagram um my personal instagram is liz foreman l-i-z uh the number four man and then the uh s-s-w-u is uh sober sex workers united on instagram I'm super excited about it because even though there's no way I'll ever be sober because I only get like blackout drunk once a month, you know, totally fine. Totally fine. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to be there. And I also think it's really important to have more like unofficial unions. And awesome. I just love that. Like, you know, Liz is going to end all of her fucked up stories with like, here, here's a specialized group for helping everybody with <laughs> You know, because it takes having lived through some intriguing situations to be able to, like, That's have true. the confidence to reach out and help other people. So That is yeah, so beautiful. Definitely. Yeah, and I don't want to be sober, sober for, like, ever. I just want to do, like, probably, like, 90 days just because I, like really dug myself into a hole but now that i don't have a car there's no risk of me driving so that's a big yeah (laughs) like you can just kind of get a hold on things you know like i've gotten to the point where i only get drunk like once in a while or i know my tolerance and like i don't really drink for fun Mm -hmm. i I, it's very rare that i drink for fun i drink at work you know but like I don't know. It's confusing. And there's been a lot of times where I've tried to kick some boy's door down and shit and I shouldn't be drinking thoughts come into my mind. But I've drank twice since I haven't been at work. So that's not and it's been at home. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's my first two times drinking at home ever. So I'm just going to stay oh, wow. not sober. But yeah. 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 
Well, I love you guys. You guys are so cute. This is so cute and good. Yeah, I'm just going to send it to you right now, Bijou, and you can do it. And just, like, make sure that all the, vo- like, my volume isn't way louder than yours. Okay, and then and- the next episode we're going to uh, do Mac. Mac will be on, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, yes. I wanted to say that this outlet is really important to me as an autistic person because the way that my brain works and the way that my thoughts flow is really confusing for me, let alone like other people, especially (laughs) when I'm stressed out. So like I go from one thing to the next. And if you let me talk for an hour straight, I totally could. And I would just like totally get lost in it, you know, which I think is a great thing to be able to do. See, here I go. But (laughs) here I go. Somebody's stop me i'm just out of control and crazy but no so i really like being able to have this outlet to just like actually talk exactly how i want to fucking talk and not really think twice about it so it's really healthy so even though i may not make sense sometimes like this is really good for me and hopefully it's interesting for somebody else and i I have to accept yeah i was gonna say i don't even think things need to always make sense first of all i mean i don't know how I think but like I think that you have the right to say things how you want to say them and I think that we have an audience that's like respectful and cool enough and interesting enough that they like to hear us how we speak without filters yeah that's just like a big deal though you know because I'm always gonna like a huge thing for me and I've been thinking about it a lot lately during this like quarantine is like how I'm never ever gonna be a hundred percent like understood how I really deeply so wholly want to and I think that's also why I crave like a partnership with one other person so badly is if I could just have one person who like really understands me then I would feel better and like all my friends love me so much whether or not they fully understand me or not so even just being like oh I'm gonna put my albums out now like it's such a huge deal for me and nobody's ever going to understand why, you know? And like, if I don't have everything exactly the way that I need it to be, I'm not going to be okay with it. And it won't matter to anyone else, but I'm not even going to want it out at all unless it's exactly how I want, you know, it's just like, I'm just such a fucking mess. And I'm like glad (laughs) that anyone wants to hear anything that I say. That's cute. Is it, or is it obnoxious and self-serving? No, I don't think it is, but maybe I'm an enabler. Are you? That's so romantic. I know. You should enable me a lot more. <laughs> you already know. You totally do. It's great. great. Okay. You're encouraging. It's great. But I would like, I mean, I feel like I enable everyone that I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of my friends took her butthole out at a strip club that we did not work out work at and I'm the only person in our large group of friends that she would listen to and I was following her around with a camera telling her to keep going and everyone else was like so embarrassed and I was like oh and I knew the second I was like okay it's time to go she would have been like okay yeah but like she would not listen to anyone else and the one person she'll listen to is there take your butt hell out more yeah take it out more okay this is good metaphor yeah this is the end of our um episode our tmi episode where we literally just like threw up all over everything we should have a like once a month we should have an episode where it's like listen it's unstructured and you're not gonna know what you're gonna get maybe and you're just gonna fucking get it and you're gonna like it 
fucking surprise. I can't wait till we can do some podcast episodes in the same room one day and you can like put my ball gag on. <laughs> It'll be so hot. All right, we'll do it. Okay, everybody say bye. Okay, bye. Bye, Nathan. Bye. <laughs> okay, I'm stopping it.